previously on Storytelling with Baba Agba, Jimmy Sholanke. Uh, we are on set today in Ipara Remo. Uh, if you're watching this show, you're obviously old enough to know uh, that storytelling is one of those uh, cultural ways by which knowledge transfer happens. I come from a compound they call Iledu. It's a compound where majority of the show, 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 you know, that compound, uh, majority of the families there came with the show, show, the show prefixes yes. to, their, names. to their names. My father won my... my Previously on Storytelling with Babagba, Jimmy Sholanke, uh, we are on set today in Ipara Remo. Uh, if you're watching this show, you're obviously old enough to know uh, that storytelling is one of those uh, cultural ways by which knowledge transfer happens. I come from a compound they call Iledu. It's a compound where majority of the show, 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 you know, that compound, the uh, majority of the families there came with the show, show, the show prefixes yes. to, their, names. to their names. My father won my my church choir attendance because I was a singer at the Holy Trinity Church Ebuteiro. Wow. That means you must know how to sing a lot of Yoruba hymns. Um, Yoruba and English. Yes. Nearer my God to me. <laughs> Nearer to me. What's your favorite Yoruba hymn, sir? Ah. Hey, my favorite Yoruba hymn. Even while I was in school, I was already composing songs. I was in Odogolu when I composed some songs that uh, Roy Chicago and his Abalabi downbeats recorded. I was enjoying it, but uh, my parents didn't like it. All that went on until uh, I left secondary school and my daddy says, no, 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 I'm not going to be a normal at all. He contacted my uncle, yeah. organized my being employed at the then Caxton Press as a press assistant press engineer mm. my interest in going out at night to sing overtook my interest in going to casting press so i stopped going to work eventually my uncle sent me out of his uh, boys quarters wow. and that gave me the freedom that i was waiting for all the time 61 62 that in my just moving around I ran into somebody who told me about Mbari Club. And in the Mbari Club, they used to hold a lot of uh, theatrical uh, presentations. Mm. They even invite groups like uh, Ogumola to come and perform there. That's where theater, ah, jazz. That's a long time ago. Because I was, mem I was member of the Nigerian Jazz Jazz club. Uh, by then, uh, they've all died now. 
Aseku Aku hak bapa Atalade Bapa 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 Saku ponis Naibu Osa All of them I wasn't that there And When When I was in Ibadan before I even got to Lagos. Yes. Late Chris Ajilo, you know, at the Gong Gong Night Club, he had all the music uh, score sheets. Mm. And when he plays the uh, Stardust, I want to sing that song. He will give me the score sheet. That's how I studied majority of the jazz. Bye bye, my bye bye, blackbird. Where somebody waits for me, sugar sweet, love is she. Bye bye, bye bye, blackbird. No one here can love and understand me. Oh, what I love, sorry. I love the food. Take the dip, dip, dip. All the songs I sang because I studied them. They gave me the original uh, scotches. Yeah. And so when I moved to Lagos, I was I was ready at every of the jazz uh, jazz clubs uh, gathering. When they play, when they start, mm. I just say, I just say, can I sing? sing yeah. Yeah. Uh, about Bex, I said, and I take the microphone and, uh-uh. hey, that's good, Jerry, that's good. <laughs> so, did you go for any voice training for music? No. Hmm. So, no. is it natural? Was it a gift? It's a gift. Hmm. It's a gift. And I thank God for it. Because it's still there now. Some of your kids have it. Ah. Or have developed interest. If they didn't have it as a natural gift, have developed yes. interest in it. Uh, truly, I have a daughter that even read to the point of a doctorate in theater arts. Mm. The Taiwo has a voice like mine. When you hear him open his mouth, you will think it's me. Uh, but did he develop his own like you? Like he's, he's doing different things with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one is in England now, married in England, Shayo. That one, <laughs> was even telling everybody that I learned everything from my father. Mm. Good, good voice, good character, uh, representation and all that. Uh, and I have the baby of the house, a graduate of dramatic arts, wow. who is into films and editing and script writing. Yes. In fact, he's one of his movies just won an award. One of our Something movies. About, of his, his movies. movies. Okay. One of the Shola's movies okay. just won an award. About a boy or something is the title of that. About a boy or something. Okay. The title has something boy in it. Yeah, in it. Okay. Yes. So they are trying in their own way. Oh wow, wow! So how did um, so how did you now settle into storytelling? 
uh, that obviously made us to at least have our first contact with you. Okay. Even though it was through the TV screen. Okay. Uh, I got used to listening to stories from when I was a child on our holidays to this town in Para. Mm. Because all of us of my age grew up in those days, they would have laid mats all over our compound and people would just lie down, some sitting. If you fall asleep, your mommy will come and take so you. So the mats are age group by age group? No, just everybody Everybody's just sitting. Okay. Then our uncles will, uh, one after the other, tell different kinds of stories. And um, we clap and chorus and since then I got interested in listening to stories and in telling stories. Uh on radio, radio in Ibadan, I some of their producers discovered that I could tell stories. So they started inviting me to do some storytelling skits. Then the television in Ibadan, at uh, each of these uh, seven-up uh, uh, parties, mm. children's parties, I would tell stories, you know, sing some school songs, sing some folk songs. Uh -huh. Now, were these stories, again, that you had heard, you were repeating, or were these stories also you had began to form from your literary experiences, yes. dramas, acting. Yes, yeah. some of them were those I created. Yeah. Some of them were the same folklore. Folklore. So this is a series on storytelling. And you know one thing about storytelling? Don't ever break the storyteller. Let's take a short break and we'll be back right after the break. This is the Never an Afterthought podcast. Greetings, guys. Uh, well, we're back from the short break we just took. If you're just joining us, uh, you are into an uh, exciting episode on storytelling with no other person but Babagba, Jimmy Sholanke. If you have missed uh, any, any part of it, you really want to go catch it up again. Uh, but don't forget uh, to join and continue this conversation. Our hashtag is the hashtag never an afterthought across all our social media channels twitter at na underscore book facebook and instagram at na afterthought and um, our email is podcast at never an afterthought.com and indeed we can read your comments uh, on the comment section of the platform wherein you're listening or watching me and when i got to america that's when i knew how important storytelling was hmm. please tell us i got to america uh, I ran away from New York because it was very cold. Cold. <laughs> some of my friends who I knew before, uh, in Ifeb, some of them stayed in my house and all that. I called them from, uh, New York. They said, ah, look, it's a sunny day here. I said, what? It's a sunny day here. We had light rain in the morning, but the sun is shining. I said, eh? I just told the guy I was staying with in New York that, look, how can one get to Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> how can one get to Los Angeles? And he said, no, take a greyhound, so and so days, 
Oh, it will be like five days. Uh, but you can fly. Yes. I will fly now. I have money to fly. How much is it? I'm, yes, I'm flying. Pack my bag. Call them that I'm coming home. And they say, yes, you're welcome. Ah. Bring to the airport. Bam. <laughs> so this is in Los Angeles. As I was landing, look at bright, look at the, oh, the, the jacket I was wearing. <laughs> Just flung <laughs> somewhere. And they took me to the house I would be staying. And when I got to the house, I called somebody again. and said, ah, where are you talking from? I'm talking from so and so and in LA. Ah, where in LA, LA? Yes, LA, Los Angeles. Ah, look, 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 don't say it. Uh, I'm adding you to a program on Saturday. I know you, I know you, I know you'll uh, break a leg. No, 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 no. I'm telling them right now, you are in our program on Saturday. Uh -uh. So, he came and said, yes, no, on Saturday, a black African, Kenikon, Kenikon, just come and do one or two things. You just tell us a story or some of your folk songs and all. Mm. Is your guitar here? I said, yes. Uh -uh. So, so with guitar now, is it the same guitar of the Storyland guitar? No, 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 no. Okay, that's this are another the previous one. one. Okay. Uh, okay. This is another one in LA. So, uh -uh. came Saturday, the place was packed full. And they announced Jimmy Sholanke just came from Nigeria, Africa. You know, the, the storyteller, the singer, the Kinikan, Kinikan. <laughs> so when I got there and I just said, okay, just say, Puma, Kyo, Giso, Puma, no do, Hario, no ma do, Hario, oh, Zubu, Zubu, Puma. You know who was singing? It was the tortoise. It was the tortoise. The tortoise was lazy and went to the uh, market, built himself a very, 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 very frightening uh, costume, only to come. On market days to come and steal market uh, wares from the market, and you know <laughs> they even sent strong people. The the, the the costume was too was too bad, and they ran away. They even sent the soldier, and they came. Ozuguzugo, Ozuguzuka, and Ozuguzugo simply means oh oh terrible 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 character is coming, and when it comes out. Everybody will run. The one man said, I will do it. He just went because the Godomigodo, mm -hmm. the Ogisos, they had a lot of rubber. He built an effigy of human being, man, in fact, of rubber and placed it there. So the next market they went, the tortoise came out, Ozuguzugo, Eki Ogiso, Nadu Ario, Namadua, Ozuguzugo. When everybody ran away as he appeared, he came out as usual to come and steal. Then he saw the effigy. If you don't leave this place now, I will kick you. He kicked the effigy and his leg got stuck. Hmm. He slapped the effigy, his hand got stuck. It, until he was oh, stuck on the effigy until the next morning when everybody came and hmm. said, Oh, Ozubuzubu oh, is you. Ozubuzubu. Oh, 
So, that's how I started. Now, that's just one of the stories that has come uh, from uh, your experience. Because I can see uh, your the Bini beats yeah. coming into the song. Yes, it was an, a, a, a Benin uh, uh, story. Yeah. But they love saying Puma, Puma, Puma. I love that Puma story. Puma, Puma. <laughs> so, that's how I started. I just got my group. African Review. Mm. And you know, they even gave me uh, the California Art Council gave me grants. We got African Review on the road. Los Angeles School Districts gave us contracts to visit schools. One hour programs, mm. African interaction, inter African interaction yeah. with the students, secondary school, secondary schools, elementary schools, Hmm. You know, so that's how uh, I trained to be a composite storyteller. Wow. So when I came back, when I came back, <laughs> that's how I just said, let's do a show at Unilag. At the show, uh, the Unilag camera, they came there. They were just recording. You know, they recorded materials that they could edit two episodes of 25, 24, 25 minutes and they said a family scene. Mm. It was a children's program I did at the Unilag uh, staff club and they called us and they said they want to show you to come and record more. That's how they started a family scene on uh, the Lagos television. Lagos television. So that's how family scene started? Yes. That's how it started. Myself and late Bidi Wright. Uh, so, and when they were not forthcoming with it, <laughs> I think another station took off Sibojo, uh, Galaxy. Phone space, I think. Mm. Galaxy. And when they two could not, because Steve, Steve, a very good friend though, but, uh, we can do business. Mm. We can do business. Then NTA. NTA too. That's one, Storyland. Storyland, yes. That, that lasted for a bit. Ah, that one lasted for a bit. Until they started, uh, when, when, when I go from Ife to Lagos, they might say that uh, some cameras have gone with the news, with the news, and they might not be coming tomorrow. They're making, you know, money, or I don't know, taking camera out to mm -hmm. follow news. So I got tired, wow. and I, sa I sat down in Ife. Until AIT came, African Stories, AIT, got to a point too that they were showing me other places in the world apart from the uh, agreement we had was just to show me in Nigeria. And they were not paying any royalties. And you see, they were making money or exchanging uh, whatever programs yeah. for that. I mean, that's too much for them. So that's why I cut them off. Now, so, sir, what do you... um? 
it's it's interesting that this grew on you from your experience in LA. I mean, it was just almost like what you want to say, one stand-up show, and then some policymakers, some educators, some systems, you know, people saw a future, put grants in it, take this to our schools, use it to build, in your case, African interaction, but I don't want to focus on it because we're Africans on this. Mm. This is Africa, right? Mm. Uh, even though it's Africa to the world. But the point is they saw the art uh, and they saw the importance of this art for the kids yes. to the point that you obviously then also lent, you know, I mean, literally got a professional, uh, you know, certificate, you know, around it. Now you came back to Nigeria and you be I mean, literally you championed it. Yeah. What happened? Is it that what, 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 how would you explain what then happened? That there is no you know no no one to put the pegs down to see the value. You've been of both systems can you can you just tell you see, us we love uh, we love to be like other people we hate being like ourselves being like ourselves i mean being updated you know with our cultural norms and uh, exactly where are we coming from where are we going we are all in the interest of dropping uh, where we were from into to jettison it into the quagmire and never mm. for it to be found again mm. and then uh, settling down in a you know in some fake borrowed gaps and and uh, proving that I'm I am there too. Mm, I have arrived. I am, I am like all those people now. I'm like uh, an American boy. I'm like an American girl. See, it's happening to us. And I see it as the second rate of uh, slavery. Mm. This time, nobody will come you know, shouting on you to take you as slaves. They are coming just to look at you and see how far you have enslaved yourselves. Mm. That's all. Because uh, all these uh, uh, dancing like somebody, moving like somebody, trying to talk like somebody, is all part of the second enslavement. If you cannot be strong from within you, to ascertain the fact that our culture mm. has class as well. Then are you not a slave? You have enslaved yourself to other people's cultures. Because it will happen one day, like <laughs> a son of my friend, they were at a conference. The Japanese dance, Japanese, the Chinese, mm -hmm. yeah. Chinese. Even some Ghanaians there, 
did Akuzumbu and then you as a Nigerian person, a Yoruba boy in particular, you can't remember anything. Any not a thing. Now you started calling your father. Daddy, eh, daddy, we are in a cultural. Hmm. What can I do? What exactly can I do? You see, we have enslaved ourselves and we are nothing anymore. And, and, and so this is this comes to the heart uh, of um, what I believe is the problem, you know, that plagues us as a people and as a country. Uh, I think is this: we have lost our identity. We don't even know who we are. And clearly, it starts from how do a people not want to know their history? How do a people want to be ashamed of their history? How do a people want to be ashamed of their past? Even both the mistakes, the good, the bad, the ugly. How? How? And if we cannot take a cue from the past, how do we then project for the future? I, I struggle with these questions and I look forward, I always look forward to conversations like this with you. Uh, who are, are, and, and those of your generation are way ahead because those are some of the things I always say to myself that I wish daddy lived longer and maybe I, I, I you know, I grew up uh, much older before he passed away. Because some of the questions I want to ask, how did we get here? And some of this is happening now with folklore. In that area, we have to really sit down we are creating some uh, because if you want to fight a monkey you have to know how to mm. <laughs> you have to kill it you want to uh, catch it you want to entrap it you play some banana <laughs> some tricks and then offer a banana you see that area uh, maybe Maybe two generations back. Maybe three. Maybe three. Maybe from about 40 years ago. Everybody thought that, uh, you see, if uh, I don't allow my son to be like that, maybe he will not be able to speak English, will not be able to... Uh, be like the Oloyimbo, it will not. Since then, we have been throwing all the important aspects of our being, our culture, that is the total description, the total, you know, maker of your presence on earth. We started throwing them off. Anything that sounded like yesterday becomes null and void. Becomes a uh, uh, bushman, yeah. Uh, that's a bush attitude. No, you can't do that. No, you can't wear that. Buba, Ashoke, no. Adire, those are, forget Adire. Old school. old school, old school. Old school, old school. Until now, we are going crazy on the main road. We are wearing crazy jeans. We are wearing torn up jeans. Jeans where the tear in yash of human being like this. 
and you have forgotten old school, and you are wearing all these crazy, crazy, crazy. Even if you want to take from the from uh, any other culture, culture. we want to take anything from there. Let them keep their craziness with them. But that is the total attitude aspect that we are now taking hook, line, and sinker. Mm. We need a total reorientation. We need a complete reorientation. Because if not, our great-grandchildren <laughs> okay, God, come and miss you. Mm. Come, come closer mm. before we lose it all. Because, I mean, it's not your involvement. You are the one exactly. uh, digging to find them, climbing to find them, swimming to find them. That's why I call it the, the second. Uh, this is voluntary enslavement. Voluntary enslavement. So, you know, um, you, you've graciously autographed this book for me, one of the books forwarded by, uh, one of your books, Ancient and Modern Tales, which I know, uh, in one of our earlier conversations, you had mentioned that, uh, uh, Professor Wallishink actually inspired you to put this together. And he also did the forward for the book. I haven't had the time to go through the book, uh, but the first thing I did was to run through the preface which you wrote, and, um, and an aspect of it caught my attention. And I want to read it uh, so that I can ask my next question. It says, I have now perfected the steps. Now, this book is about the ancient and modern tales. Uh, it's, uh, maybe you, you, would, you tell the audience, uh, our viewers, a bit about the book. But let me just read this. It says, I have now perfected the steps to take in teaching this art to children and the right formula for them to create these artworks from waste papers, magazines, and other colored papers to becoming fine artworks. Now, this is about one aspect of who you are, artwork, uh, you know, and it's littered all over. I mean, those uh, who would stay on with us uh, would watch... Uh, so I uh, would watch, uh, you know, a feature of of us in your museum, your private museum. And now we're already talking about storytelling and you focus on storytelling for kids because that was also something you learned how important it was in LA. Now this is also fine arts for kids. And the key words I take away from that is I have learned the art of perfecting this skill because you're also a part of academia, this pedagogy, um, how I can translate this knowledge onto another. I am bothered. You are 79 years old, sir. Rightfully, a septuagenarian that is crossing into the octogenarian. How are we going to ensure that this body of knowledge, this great body of talents that are still very potent and active, even in this later years of yours, do not go with you uh, to be Tagbanri when that time comes. What are we going to do? How are we going? Because that's my biggest fear as I've walked around and engaged with you. 
Mm. That's the reason why I have uh, returned home because uh, I am an owner of very large lands in Nipara. This is the smallest of all the lands that are mine. Some up to hectares, up to seven hectares, just at the back of the my name, I own it. That look, take this place. Hurry! Within the last three years, I've been working on it. Take this place quickly. Set it up. Begin workshops. That this is Ibudo. Ibudo Asha. The courtyard or the location for culture. culture. Asha. Asha. Is culture. Yes. So Asha. that once you have finished this, finished this. That's why this uh, place is big. You can do a lot of workshops here, you know, for 20 people, 30 people, successfully. And the stage is there under construction. The sitting area is there. So that even skeletal uh, practices we have been doing here, that some local boys have been performing on that stage, I'm not going to be the one that will be doing everything. I will call some students, I will call some colleagues of mine from departments mm. of uh, theater or dramatic arts to come here with me so that we impact uh, some areas of all we know how to do mm. to them. Like we are going to be setting up workshops in storytelling. Mm. You'll be surprised by the time the third workshop, we are already... You are already in uh, the interest of telling stories. Because once we give you the, the rudiments, like the key into mm. the art, that's all. We are going to be having folk songs, uh, folk songs competition, folk songs gathering. Uh, even some children today will know some folk songs that I, that have been a folk singer all my life, you know, just two, four phrases, maybe he learned from his uh, a grandmother or his uh, grandfather. These are the ways you continue. Yeah. If that person could not, in that situation, sing a folk song from his land, I mean, what's the matter? Why are you calling yourself Yoruba? Mm. A Japanese sang something in Japanese language, a Chinese, Indonesia, yeah. They come to you and then you say, excuse me, you know, you know, uh, give me some time. You went and called your daddy. Hey, daddy, what's your reverse one? Can you teach me quickly? So if we keep this place open and a lot of uh, pro programs begin, you know, uh, dramatic ones, musical ones, mm -hmm. uh, all of them going and coming here to enjoy it and then taking something away. That's why I said uh, I should stay here and initiate this. And uh, very soon, we should be on our way for skeletal programs. So are you working with um, other organizations like galleries, like Medjugorje uh, foundations? Yeah. I, I imagine even it will probably be a lot of foreign foundations that are also even giving grants or supporting the wall mm -hmm. coming, but you uh, have not yet okay 
But now that they see we are already, Make you know, yeah. hosting, you know, at the level at which uh, we can carry, yeah. they are they are laying their interest in uh, doing working with us. So by the time we start skeletal and we begin to invite people and a lot of people come on their own, uh -huh, then we begin to be able to seek for grants, yeah. uh, which I'm very sure we'll get. I also even think that um, a lot of our, our institutions, our universities, I mean, clearly, if Leeds City, you know, yes. those around should actually go with yes. all of them. Yes. We are going to be collaborating. Very important. We are going to be collaborating because um, by the time we take production from here to Agorwoye, we will ask them to bring production from Agorwoye mm -hmm. into here. And, you know, people will begin to, ah, that program, are you doing it here? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, from the, from the Department of uh, Creative Arts, yes. uh, Agorwoye. So these are all the things that are laid up for this premises. For this place, yeah. Okay, what's well, that's... That's so very uh, fascinating. I think uh, one of the other things I wanted to, uh, I mean, just as we are trying to uh, wrap up, I wanted to find out when we were speaking again earlier and uh, you mentioned to me, because it was actually a question I was, I was going to ask, that why did this inspiration come just three years ago? I know, of course, you've had a very big base in Nile Fair. A lot mm -hmm. of all these works are being transshipped from uh, your base in Nile Fair. But, uh, and you mentioned something about the fact that it's never too late to start something. That, so, so I, I want you to, uh, because that's, you, you have a philosophy about age and, yes. and, how, and, and, and life. And, and, yes. and, I, and, I, and I found that very fascinating. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because uh, you are going old, does not mean you cannot start anything anew. Mm. Uh, in my travels, I've met old people, 78, 90, 91, doing great things. Some of them, I met them in Germany, some of them in America, who are doing great things at their aging point. Uh, 79, 80, 81. So they all, all the time told me that don't be afraid of starting anything at your old. It will even rejuvenate you. Mm. Because it's the elder that sleeps called up with a blanket uh, covering him. And yet if he makes an effort, he can get up and do it. But I'm old. I'm old. That's when trouble comes. Mm. But with me, I am not that old. <laughs> You're still a young man, sir. <laughs> young man. I am, I am not that old. <laughs> because there are still a lot of things that I could do. And the, the masquerade that came here the other time, yeah. they are saying, look, you this man. You will be as old as your uncle. Mm. You heard him saying it. Yes. You will be as old as your daddy. My daddy was 90 something, close to 100. Wow. 
My uncle was 107. Wow. My grandma was 125. Wow. So, so you were really blessed with longevity. So, and, and how can I say uh, it's impossible for me to whip up this place? Yes. It's, I mean, how can I say it's impossible? In another year, when you come back here, from now, because we are working on right now. If it was yesterday, we'd be hearing quack, 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 quack. I ask them not to come near here today mm. because we want quiet and silence here today. And uh, the Yoruba man says, Binu Batiri lo biyon. And you put your mind on it and you face it properly. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's done. I like the philosophy you said. You said it's not life, uh, and I want, uh, there's a philosophy about life. You said it's not, you live life, not the other way around. And I, hey, hey, I am the one that will live life, not the, not life that will live me. <laughs> if you leave yourself for life to leave you, <laughs> you can, you can do anything it likes with you. But I want, I am the one that is living life. And once you are living life, you are control, you are putting it in control mm. to do exactly what you want to do, to be where you want to be. You'll be, do, to do exactly what you want to do. Like in a, in a buffet, from here to the gate, food is there. You are the one living life. If you look at it, you might not even touch a green pea and put it in your mouth because, because you are living life. And you don't want anything to do with all that food. But some people whose life is living will eat ten <laughs> <Everything>. times. <laughs> they, are the, they are the one life is living. Because life says you must eat. You must eat. You are living life. If you don't want to eat in the midst of all these sumptuous, you don't have to. Hmm. That begins to remind me of Paolo. Those are some of his trainings. You don't have to. Discipline. Yes. You don't have to. I might stay two, three days without more than, I won't do anything more than drinking water. And it's good for you too, because whatever you have ate will find time, time will work energy. for you, will work for you. If you eat that much, it will work for you. But if you load that much, it will, it will weaken you. Mm. Waiting for space. And you are adding more, waiting for. <laughs> so life is living, you are living life. <laughs> wow. This is the Never an Afterthought podcast. Greetings, guys. Uh, well, we're back from the short break we just took. If you're just joining us, uh, you are into uh, exciting episode on storytelling with no other person but Baba Agba, Jimmy Sholanke. If you have missed uh, any any part of it, you really want to go catch it up again. Uh, but don't forget uh, to join and continue this conversation. Our hashtag is the hashtag never an afterthought across all our social media channels. Twitter at NA underscore book, Facebook and Instagram at NA afterthought. And um, our email is podcast at neveranafterthought.com. And indeed, we can read your comments uh, on the comment section of the platform wherein you're listening or watching me. 
when you were talking about your days in a battle, uh, and I recall uh, when we're talking about this in Badon, where the Mbari Club, where you met the likes of Professor Wallace Shoyenka, that I like to just WS, you know, Wallace Shoyenka, and all the others that you met, this great agate, this cerebral agate. There was something you said that each one of them were all performers in their own arts. Yes. Either music, acting, scripting. I mean, they, they, they were academia of, of sort, but they were also performers. Yes. Now, my point, and, and, and I wanted to hear from you is, have we now not come back? Because I think that's how you, the schooling was for you. I mean, in your days, in, even in grammar school, you still had crafts, art and crafts and things like that. Have we not come back to the days where we really must ensure that with every of our young people, they really pick up something with their creativity. And it doesn't have to be that, oh, I'm in the art and craft, but I mean, but you just must pick up something. Uh, and how does that, how, in your view, does that not even add to your cerebrality? Yes, it does. Uh... Please, if you have a child that loves percussion, don't disturb that child. Let it be part of his life. Because that talent opens the mind and the intelligence towards other incoming uh, education. Be it sciences, be it math, be it uh, literature, be it anything. As long as a child is talented in any of these creative uh, uh, corridors, do not say stop. Don't do that. Let that child develop, you know, in uh, ambience, Abi, in ambience with whatever you want him or her to study because by the time you know that talent is growing it will be it will be give, it will be affecting the other areas of uh, that we are allowed to, to to imbibe any other area of study please and even if you don't have that opportunity of being a talented person there are different areas a different open door workshops now that you can walk into and get yourself you know because to be creative is very very good for your mind to be creative we are not asking you to come and be a jimmy Sholanke. we are not asking you to come and be a davido or no any other person in the arts but we are asking you to just let your mind be you know the 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 be, 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 be open enough to absorb to absorb uh, some creative uh, endowments then you will see how free you will be at any other thing you are studying mm. Mm. sir let me ask a follow-on question what's been your experience with kids that imbibe the art of storytelling 
Ah, you see, uh, I used to know one young boy. Uh, he's now a big boy now, you know. When he talks to me now, he's talking millions. Uh, I am this, I'm this and that. Uh, once I am in a story uh, telling session with them in Ijebode, as soon as I'm through with my story, he will say, Daddy, me too, I have a story to tell. <laughs> and he will get up and make up one story or the other. Everybody will clap for him. I'm sure he lived his life, you know, gathering. Because once you can, once you can sit in front of people and tell stories and hear other people tell it and you tell it, you are a gatherer. You are gathering. You are gathering information. You are gathering presence. You are gathering, uh, uh, you are killing stage fright. You are building up, you know, how to use your voice, how to modulate your voice, how to make sure that people you are telling the stories, how once you can make them believe you and they believe you, that you know, storytelling is a two-way affair. It's not a one-way affair. You, if you know, if you, if, if you don't believe in what you are telling a child as a story, if you don't take it strongly, the child will, they will, they will be restless. If you are a storyteller, you cannot hold your, your theme strong from the beginning to the end. You've lost, you've lost them from even before you have started telling the story. Which means you must be serious about it. And once you do that and you can uh, keep that as your attitude to anything you are doing, hold everything. That's why I said focus. You are focused on anything you are doing and it will be best for you. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I know you're, you're, so what, uh, when the digital age, our viewers are watching us from home and um, in your storytelling age, you had the, your kids in front of you uh, telling them the story. So I'm going to have you uh, look to the camera and just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have you look to the camera and just uh, tell us, uh, tell our viewers what it is again that you would want to say, parting words, final words, uh, words ah, of wisdom. I will want that at whatever age you are, put focus in what you like to do most, your job or your profession or your, you know, uh, uh, creative artistry, put focus on it. And uh, these days, uh, there is no more time for parents to say, you must do this, you must do this, because even if they want you to, to go out and work, where are the jobs? Mm. So create something for yourself. From nothing you can create a situation for yourself. If only to teach children uh, Yoruba, the little Yoruba that you know, ABDAFEGB, you know, put a class on it. You know, have a, you know, uh, you know, model. A modem that you want to use 
if it is a vocal, if it is a look, that's so teach somebody how to make an address that you learned from your elementary school. Teach somebody how to just put calabash, buy calabash, four of them from the market, raw. Design it. Design it. Put it out. You see somebody will stop by and say, ah, how did you do? Do you want to sell it? Ordinary basket. We, one man lived around here. He whipped the basket until he died. Mm. He had a fantastic barrier because they found so much money in one uh, uh, basket under his uh, Gorupo. Gorupo is where you sleep in my language here. And there is a Gorupo. They found so much money. Plenty of money. The man they thought weaving baskets, weaving baskets can never make him a rich man. So create something. There is no end to creativity in this mm. life. If it is empty uh, cardboard, the cardboard for they waste them, they burn them. Cardboard for tiles, they come in massive, massive It create something from them. I'm just getting that brass tack approach, and there are so many other things that can be. Uh, that they can call waste, which you can find uh, a creative uh, corner in your mind and turn it into something. Apart from that, find uh, create jobs for yourselves. That is what is making China one of the most uh, uh, positive uh, countries because the go to toothpick, pencil, everything they just glue it together and send it to us we buy it we buy them don't let us uh, look at uh, our earnings uh, don't mind them some people are selling in trillions don't worry don't worry don't look at them you be yourself find something for yourself to do get yourself into a committee or i mean group what do you call it now? Cooperative. Cooperatives. Yes. Be like-minded. Get yourself into cooperatives. Register it. You talk to yourself on what you can do. If it is arithmetic, you'll be teaching. If it is English. If it is uh, whatever. If you find an area where there are lots of mangoes in your area, in your area, you'll find something to do with Because these days, mangoes will just drop and with going to the Google, create something for your cooperative and it will be well with you. Thank you very much, sir. Daddy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for welcoming us to your home, welcome. welcoming us to your studio, welcome. uh, welcoming us to your para. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and all and all and all that we'll still uh, uh, get to enjoy with you uh, during this time out with yes. you. Okay, folks. Uh, that's it's that's been awesome uh, and uh, really there is really no end to creativity in life and with creativity as well there is no retirement uh, that's it's been an awesome awesome great time with uh, Babad by himself uh, JB Sholanka there are still many more uh, that are still going to come your way through this multi-series uh, I just want to uh, say thank you again uh, to Daddy thank and you. thank you to 
all of your uh, studio uh, supporters and uh, collaborators that have helped to uh, put this together and also to our production team, the ANA production team. Uh, a big thank you uh, to you guys. Don't forget our hashtag, uh, the never an afterthought, uh, by which we extend these conversations uh, beyond just uh, this platform. Uh, so please, let's take on uh, these stories, uh, this uh, conversation, uh, this storytelling. You've learned now about storytelling. It's so very important. Uh, in my view, storytelling helps to improve your communication. And once you can get your communication right, then you can literally get your life right. Trust me. Yes. Once you get the communication yes. right, you get your life right. Yes. Uh, so, so really uh, ensure to take this beyond, uh, beyond just this platform and uh, all our social media channels and your social media channels. Of course, Twitter is at NA underscore book. Facebook and Instagram is at NA Afterthought. I clearly would love to hear from you. Uh, if you have any personal questions or, or thoughts uh, or concerns, uh, that you want uh, Babagba to, uh, to uh, respond to, you can send me an email, podcast at neverandafterthought.com. And last but not the least, we've uh, gleaned your comments. And I'm sure in one of our future series on AI and you, I will take my time uh, to digest your comments and also uh, loop you back uh, with some feedback. Still, we'll come your way again, uh, same time, uh, 6 p.m. Thursday, uh, on this same channel. It won't change in Never and Afterthought. Don't forget to stay safe so you can keep well and above all, keep winning. God bless you. Please subscribe to our podcast channels on Google, Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. If you have any question on today's podcast, you can leave me a comment in the comment section or send me an email at podcast at neverandafterthought.com For your copy of the Never and Afterthought book, remember, you can always order on our website www.neverandafterthought.com I take it again, www.neverandafterthought.com You can also order on Amazon, the Kindle version is also available on Amazon.com. You can join the conversation using the hashtag Never an Afterthought on our various social media channels, namely on Twitter at NAA underscore book, on Instagram at NA Afterthought, and on Facebook at Never an Afterthought. See you next time.